When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, June 9, 2023. I am your guest host for today, Sancho West, alongside my co-guest here, Chloe Naylor. Hey, how you doing, Chloe? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> how well, are you, Sancho? I'm doing well. I mean, when Greg messaged me out the blue saying, hey, do you want to host Kind of Funny Games Daily? I felt like, sure, sure, why not, Greg? Uh, how yeah. were you when he reached out to you? Oh, man, it was like, why is Greg Miller texting me? Oh, Games Daily. Yeah, sure. Sure, Greg. Why not? Not only is the most important Games Daily in a long time, considering Summer Game Fest just happened yesterday. So we got a lot to cover. But hey, we're we're kind of funny best friends just like y'all. And I'm, I'm shocked to be here after so many years. I, I guess I want to do something a little bit different from the people that are used to the whole rigmarole that they always do at the very beginning. It's a, a, a little getting to know you segment, Chloe. How about that? You know? Let's um, do it. Let's do it. Uh, I am a gamer dad. I got two awesome kids. My latest win as a gamer parent is my five-year-old recently beat King Bomba Bomb in Super Mario Brothers, uh, uh, Super Mario 64. So that is a huge W. And my kid sings Peaches, and he's one years old. So that, to me, it's an instant dub all around. And I am a, not only that, I'm a professional caster for esports and things of that sort. And you may see me on, you know, kind of funny here and there popping up in, in review. Uh, but yeah, very excited to be here. And I, my favorite game, I guess I would have to throw is SOCOM 2. It's a different pick than a lot of people are used to. Chloe, let's okay. get to know you a little bit. Uh, I am a Twitch streamer, definitely professional, definitely pro gamer. I play so many video games. I definitely don't spend my time on Twitch crocheting little uh, animals. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I make bees, I make uh, fish. It's a great time. Um, my favorite video game that is a tough one probably my go-to answer is portal 2. portal 2. that's a good There's answer nothing... that's a good answer yeah. it's a good yeah. answer barrett your favorite video game you're you're part of the trio right now barrett oh well, the kids know me but and and they know the answer is persona 5 royal okay, so there you go. yeah there you I'm, go. I'm, I'm just like a, a one note motherfucker over here in the back end <laughs> hey hey we will talk more about that persona and we got so many awesome stories like the legend of zelda movie from illumination the best and worst of game fest persona leaks see there see that was right there and more because this is the kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m pacific live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through all the nerdy news that you need to know and of course if you're watching live you get to do the ultimate thing of correcting us by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong which i most likely will happen chloe i mean we're, we're probably oh, gonna get we're, yeah 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 totally i hey i'm a professional <laughs> gamer i mean i'm gonna get all my facts right nobody's gonna have to say anything absolutely and hey and if you don't want to watch live you could totally watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and hey you could also listening on podcast services what is it around the globe there it is the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily and remember you can support kind of funny games by checking out the epic creator code kind of funny on all 
Epic Store and Epic in-game purchase. We're talking about Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. And of course, if you want to be a part of the show, kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in your questions and squad-ups and more. And remember that good old patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free. And this is my favorite word that they say, Chloe, a bevy of bonus content. Ooh. That's fancy. That's it. It's fancy. Love that, a good bevy. A good bevy. <laughs> I, all, all I can think about is cheeky Nando's now. I mean, yeah, exactly. We're British I, now, guys. I swear we're Gregites. I mean, everything <laughs> that Greg says, I say on a daily, and I think it's a problem. It's he's, a problem. He's influencing your mind. He is. He is. Uh, of course, housekeeping, such a fun thing that we have here. Kind of funny's summer game fest. I know you're. We're probably logging on and hoping to get the crew's opinion. Well, don't worry. They reacted to it yesterday, and it's up right now on YouTube as a GameCast. So you definitely want to check that out. Also, the game, the Summer Game Fest celebrations are continuing right now this weekend. And they're going to have live reactions to the Xbox Game Showcase, the Ubisoft Forward, and more. So you definitely want to stay tuned on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and, of course, Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. So quick uh, quick editor's note that. there. Uh, we got oh, yeah. our live reactions got taken down uh, oh, for the boy. Summer Game Fest because NBC clapped us for, uh, wow. what was it, Twisted Peacock? Metal? Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, uh, but wow. that is back up. We cut it out. And so the the, the stream uh, version of that uh, of that VOD is uh, back up over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games slash wow. streams. So there there you go. Wow. Peacock. <laughs> One thing I want to ask you, Chloe, we'll take a slight detour. What do you think about that Twisted Metal, a little reveal that they have here with Will Arnett introducing his little bit I there? was so confused. Um, I am a, I, I'm a baby. I didn't know what Twisted Metal was until yesterday, and I didn't know that it was based on a game. No, no. By all means. I mean, the, Twisted Metal, like, I'm, I'm OG, right? So Twisted mm -hmm. Metal... I remember playing on the PlayStation days, and for me, I feel like Twisted Metal is one of the OG Battle Royales when it comes, if you really okay. think about it, it's a very OG Battle Royale type style, but um, we'll get more on that later, but my favorite comments was that everybody on the internet was talking about, it was very UPN-y, very CW. Yeah, I yeah, that, I definitely got that vibe. Got that vibe, got that vibe. Well, hey. Today's the day also that you could vibe with Greg Miller as your manager in WWE 2K23. Grab him now in my faction and tell 2K you want him in the next game's My Rise. That is very fun if you want to have Greg as your manager. And only on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be, of course, a 30-minute post show where Barrett is going to help us out here. I'm going to read that super chat so you could be sure to be hey, there. Is, there's Greg. Ooh, that dude, that suit is fire. That suit is fire. Nice. Did you know that he dressed up just like Wade Barrett, though? Bad News Barrett? Oh, really? I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. He's the, he is the, the antithesis of you, Barrett, because you're a good boy. You know, mm. Good News Barrett. You know what okay. I mean? That's Bad News Barrett. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it, so it sounds cool. You know, it sounds cooler to be Bad News Barrett, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid you have some bad news. That's some definitely for the wrestling fans out there. And, of course, lastly, thank you to the Patreon producers, Casey Andrew, Delaney Twinning, James Hastings, and today we are brought to you by Amazon, Shady Rays, and BetterHelp, but we'll tell you more about that later. Chloe, I've been waiting for this all week to say this. Mm -hmm. 
For now, let's begin with what is and for will be the Roper Report. Hit him with it, Chloe. You gotta take it. It's time for some news. We have Barrett. How many news do we have today, Barrett? That's you. 14. A baker's dozen. Honestly, though, though, for real, everybody, we have a whole bunch. We have a whole bunch of news because yesterday seven seven, seven 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 there it is seven oh okay okay seven chad everybody seven seven real cool number one on the roper report the legend of zelda movie is coming from illumination eddie fu at consequence film writes universal pictures has set the sights on the legend of zelda as its next big video game movie adaptation according to hollywood insider jeff snyder universal is the process of closing a deal with Nintendo and the animation studio Illumination, or Chad. That was my impression of a minion. Mm. No, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Quote, I'm told that Universal is in fact closing a big deal with Nintendo Corporation on the Legend of Ford and the Legend of Zelda. In the latest episode of the Hot Mike podcast, Zelda is looking like the next big Illumination Nintendo franchise, which we're all sort of expecting what I'm told that is happening. He went on to say that it will cost Universal a pretty penny following the massive success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, which has raked in over 1 billion worldwide on its way to becoming the highest grossing video game movie adaptation. I mean... That's a huge accomplishment, being the highest person yeah. video game adaptation. Considering that there's not that many, I would. I, I, what would you have to be? What was your guess, Chloe? Would be the oh, one that it beat. Jeez, it's a very low bar. Um, Extremely most low recently bar. that comes to mind is Uncharted because everyone Good loves point. Tom Holland. So. Good point. Everybody loves Tom Holland. Chloe, how do you feel about the prospect of the next Nintendo project being The Legend of Zelda? That is interesting i wonder if they can pull it off i did see a very good tweet that illumination shouldn't do it uh, a very good zelda movie would be by studio ghibli okay and that's a valid point that is a valid point if it look right i mean the thing about it is that what, what what is your reservations on the the entire notion of zelda though like what are you feeling i am uh, a fake gamer i've never played a zelda game ever okay but yeah. No, but you know Studio Ghibli, so uh, I do. Ghibli, what would you think that they could bring to the art style of Zelda? I think it would just look very pretty, like very like take like Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, and that whole mm -hmm. like it would just look stunning, uh, great. I feel like you get away better with Link not talking because I feel like it's a little really different in like a Ghibli movie versus Illumination. That's true. Different I mean, you will probably have to be a little bit quippy. I don't know if you'll be yeah. as awful. As the animation of the the Zelda show, which my my five year old tends to watch, she's like, "Daddy, it's gonna come out on Friday." This is the Super Mario show; it's on uh, Prime anyway. And she's like, mm -hmm. "Daddy, it's gonna come out on Friday. What is this?" I was like, "This is the Adventures of the Legend of Zelda," and and he has this like, "My name is Zelda." You, mm -hmm. Barrett, you know what I'm talking about. Barrett. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> there it is. There, there it go. is. God. There it is. Uh, chat says Michael Sarah <laughs> as Link. Foxy Steve. Hey man. Hey so. man, it's just me. I'm Link. Listen, man, it was a different time back in the day. Barrett, as our residential Zelda expert, how do you feel about this news? Uh I I think it sucks, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh yeah, like here's the thing. Illumination as a pick for Mario 
whatever. Uh, you know, Mario is a very basic uh, world characters and story. Um, yeah. I, I ended up watching the the Mario movie. Um, actually, hold on. Let me put there. Here I am. Um, hey, there he is. I watched the Mario movie at home like a few weeks back and it was cute. It was fine. Uh, mm -hmm. You know. The licensed music was weird, really weird, especially when you know like what music was actually made for that movie that got cut, which is like really mm -hmm. weird decisions. Um, I just I I think they're a weird fit for Zelda. Like I've said for years, I would love a Gendy Tartakovsky uh, led Zelda project. Uh, that's uh, if you don't know who uh, uh, was kind of back in like the Cartoon Network heyday, making uh, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, mm. but most notably uh, Samurai Jack, which I Samurai think Jack, yep. that vibe for a Zelda story I think would fit really well without having to make Link talk because while Jack talked a little bit, it was a very quiet uh, uh, kind of show for a lot of the episodes, right? And so mm. I think something like that would fit more with telling a Zelda story. Here, it's like, I, I think I tweeted this out, uh, where it's, you know, people who really want Link to talk and really missed him talking in Tears of the Kingdom for whatever reason, um, they're going to regret it when Timothy Chalamet voices him in this movie, and there's going to be some lines, so, so you're telling me, Princess, that there's this thing called the Triforce? That high rules! And, and that's, oh, my yeah. that's my take. That's my take. All right. I hear that. But I mean, I think that, I mean, the proof is in the pudding when it comes to the success of Illumination had with the Nintendo property of Mario. And I think that they could totally build a Nintendo universe at NCU? In? Yes, NCU. They would be able to make it all together. And I, I feel like it should be within Illumination. Um, I, for one... When it comes to the Mario movie, I enjoyed the Nintendo and the Illuminationness of it. There's a lot of Illumination type jokes, and especially the animals and things of that sort. So, I, I'm a big fan of that movie. I've probably seen it 25 times because of my children. Uh, but when it comes to having it in one house, come on, y'all. We all know that it's going to build up to the possibility of having Smash Brothers, right? That that that. Ha come on, can we have an in-game for Nintendo, Chloe? Please. Let's do it. Endgame version of with uh, video game characters. I love it. Exactly. Chris Pratt's going to say, let's go. And then everybody's just going to come out of the portal. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be so emotional. It's going to be so emotional. Uh, but of course, Big W, if Illumination can do it, I, I feel that it's in good hands. Next story here on the Rope Report, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Headlines, Summer's Game Fest. So, chatting out there and all those listeners, we are going to go through the entire Summer's Game Fest. We're going to take a pit stop of anything that we find interested. Now, the fellas at the crew over there at KFGD, they already did all this. And as Barrett said, that they had to do some edits and things of that sort. So, we're going to talk about our favorites, least favorites, chat by all means. Let's go ahead and keep this like a, a great conversation between all of us because we're all here as part of the kind of funny games daily. First up. On the docket that was announced, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which will be hitting the stores, the shelves on January 18th, is coming to Switch, PlayStations, all Xbox, Epic, and Luna. And it says that Ubisoft says the new Prince of Persia is inspired by a Metrovania structure. The lead studio is Ubisoft Montpellier. Pilier. There it is. There it is. It's a French word. Greg would have probably nailed that one. So what do you think about... <laughs> Prince of Persia and its new art style, this new old school 2D. There mm -hmm. it is, as Barrett pulls it up. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I think it looks very cool. Uh, huge fan of the movie, only because of Jake Gyllenhaal. That's <laughs> <laughs> just. But yeah, of course. Yeah, I got. I got to stay on brand. I think it looks very neat. 
It does look very neat. I find it interesting that there is a call to for nostalgia when it comes to 2D platformers and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. I think their main goal for Prince of Persia is to be able to have this wild cannon shot to be able to cover all, I mean, to have it on the Switch would be a huge win. Uh, the most interesting thing is I'm not quite sure how I felt having Prince of Persia as the first thing to be shown. I mean, in general, yeah. I, I feel like the Summer's Game Fest was in a weird spot, which we'll kind of get into. I, I didn't hear what their take was because I wanted to have my own fresh take. Uh, mm -hmm. But I feel like it was a very a bloated show because there was not that much scene shown. Uh, I feel like Jeff got away with Jeff Keighley, uh, got away with a lot of the other Saving Game Fest and taking Halo Infinite away from Xbox. And I think a lot of the the studios and the developers and all those the publishers and things of that sort decided to keep a lot close to the vest for their own showcases. I mean, who knows what Xbox and Ubisoft is going to show, Chloe? Right, exactly. At least it, I feel like it sets expectations a little bit lower. So, mm -hmm. but at least if something cool comes later, we'll be like, oh, cool. Makes us feel better. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the thing the thing about it is I felt that he was trying to get ahead of saying, hey, at the end, there's going to be something good. Like, he yeah. literally said, yo, stick around, because there's going to be a surprise. I mean, granted, there was not that many leaks for this one. There was probably one or two. But mm -hmm. as I was watching the show, um, and I, I, for one, I'm happy that it's here. I'd rather have something than nothing. But I felt that it was trying to be a little bit of E3, and it was trying mm -hmm. to be that, remember that time where they had it in that remote studio, and they had mm -hmm. the devs come in, and they they talked about it? I felt that overall, as a presentation, that it felt very disjointed, but still a had a lot of good stuff. But there was still a lot of that commercialism that you need to have to be able to have a show. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you could tell that it was kind of disjointed because the audience felt like, well, where was the hype, right? You know, the cyberpunk right. had that, that big pop moment that one time at, at a showcase. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I felt like starting off with Prince of Persia was like, oh, okay, cool. It's just like, oh yeah, that's neat. Usually you start off with a banger and you end with a banger. And this one was like Right. Okay. Right. I, I thought the banger to start off with was this next one is Mortal Kombat, which I'm highly interested in. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to see the gameplay of Mortal Kombat One. And they kind of broke that down a little bit. We got a little bit of a deep dive. Uh, for those of you Mortal Kombat Adiacs, that's not a thing. For y'all out there who are big fans of it and who love to spell things with the letter K instead of C. They have a new system called Cameos, and the Cameos allow you to bring an assistant player into it by hitting a left bumper or right bumper. And they bring you in for a, a little bit of time that could come in to chain combos. The one interesting thing that I liked about this as someone who plays a lot of fighters and that, who loves Street Fighter VI right now, which is probably mm -hmm. by far one of the best fighting games I've ever played in my life, I feel, Chloe, that Mortal Kombat 1 has a lot to kind of get up to that level of not mm -hmm. only standing out on its own, but introducing new players because as you can see, this stuff looks mad complicated. Oh yeah, like if you're com just coming into fight uh, fighting games, you're like, I'm gonna button mash. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I I mean I I totally agree. But the good thing is is that what Mortal Kombat does do better than Street Fighter is the story. I mean already mm -hmm. Ed Boon kind of got in the story of it, and a little bit of spoilers from the original one is that Liu Kang basically reset the time, so all your familiar characters are gonna be doing something different, but the the original story of the Mortal Kombat in the previous iteration, Mortal Kombat 11, it was really good, and it harps on nostalgia. And I think that is what makes Mortal Kombat so good. And this is why I think that it should have been the original thing to start the show. Mm, I definitely agree. It's definitely the more hype of these first two.
Of course. And you got Ed Boon out there being, you know, the, the staple, the elder statesman of the entire video games industry, the founder almost, it feels like. He's kind of like a Reggie when he shows mm -hmm. up. Um, my question for you, and not only Chad as well, is did you enjoy when he came out, though, and it felt like the show kind of stopped in for take a little bit of an intimate look at Mortal Kombat 1? Yeah, I feel like, so, like, I do like the idea of Mortal Kombat starting the show, but I do feel like the dev interview definitely slowed things down when this should be the time, like, okay, build up hype, trailer, 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 right. then dev interviews. Yeah, that's the thing I feel, like, what is what are they trying to do like are they trying to be an e3 hype piece or are they trying to be a little bit different and look into this intimately i, I know that all the fighting people the fgc community absolutely love and they they could literally watch this and be like oh you could do that you could do a wall bounce you could confirm mm -hmm. all these kind of but as someone who's just casually strolling by i'd wish that they kind of use the dev i don't know like maybe a secondary show that is kind of like post show but you know yeah it's a it's a hard that. balance it's try i think they're still trying to feel out oh, what works for this show exactly exactly i like that and of course one of the highlights is john claude van damme as johnny cage i love me some jcvd there's nothing like john claude van damme and i highly recommend watching the movie jcvd it's a great movie all right so i'm going to rattle off some of the the titles and chloe if you want to stop me you let me know okay you got it all right path of exile 2 is going to come out and you're going to find out more in July 28th. You have a kind of a collab with Exo Primal and Street Fighter 6, which is basically Cyborgs and Street Fighter. So it's going to be oh, a cool. fun little collab. Re uh, Cyborg Ryu, Chloe, that's a W. You look awesome. That's true. I, I have to shout out everyone. It's like Chloe likes robots. You're right. <laughs> There's more to Chloe than her liking robots, exactly, everybody. Exactly, guys. There's a specific type of robot. Ryu doesn't really fit that for me. Sorry. Sorry, Ryu. You got bearded Ryu for the win, but this thing is a bearded cyber Ryu. How many things are we going to throw at everybody when it comes to Ryu and Guile? So this is going to be a crossover between the game Exo Primal, which is coming out in Street Fighter. Most likely you're going to have outfits in this. It's not the only time we've seen a crossover between two games underneath the same umbrella. Epic Games did it with Fall Guys and Fortnite. Dead by Daylight, Nicolas Cage, July 25th. See on console. Oh, that got a pop out of you. Tell me about it. What's exciting yeah. about this? Because it's Nicolas Cage. That was so fun to see him. And he seemed like actually like genuinely excited to be there. And he was, you know, talking about it. He's not just like showing up. He's like, hey, I did something. I'm going to go. Yeah. He was like actually, you know, engaging with Jeff. And I only wish he was a killer, but I, know. I, do, I do also like the idea of four Nicolas Cages running around in a map. <laughs> I know oh, it's such a good thing. I mean, this totally, of course, if you don't know, he's playing a heightened version of himself as an actor who shows up to a set and he, he's in a horror movie. He talked about in this interview that he's a big fan of horror movies and he really is. This dude is a movie buff. This guy knows almost everything. And that's what I love about lis listening to him talk. And you're right. He did command the entire room at the YouTube theater in Los Angeles. Um, the one thing that I feel, two things, Chloe. One, mm. everybody universally as someone who's been a presenter and host on a stage, fist bump. Everybody no. needs to say fist bump is the universal language because they had an awkward handshake. And that's always, oh, you I've never want to. Oh, no, it I've sticks with one. you forever. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. It's, it's, it's <laughs> like a chocolate pretzel. You do, it sticks with you forever. Oh, you think man. about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, see, there it is. There it is. All right. Anyway, but the point is, Nicolas Cage, amazing. 
Now, mm-hmm. are you are you a fan of Dead by Daylight? Yes, I play it, it, it sometimes, but okay. I'm, I'm a fan of it, yeah. It's a good time with friends. I feel strange saying this, but when they showed the gameplay of it, I was like, mm. It was kind Looked, of a it, little it, to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, you get to fuse. And, I, and you know what? I sigh and I grunt. I really wanted to feel like we'd be, into, you know, the, the idea of surviving together with your friends that really attracted me. And he was like really selling it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, Nick, hey, let's go. And then when they show the gameplay and he has this stoic face, I'm like, man, you're robbing this man of, of yeah. literally all the talent it could be. Yeah. Maybe it'd be like a. A Leon situation with the Leon <laughs> in the game where he's he is very vocal. Listen, listen, I understand, Chad. I see where it says you gotta understand Dead by Daylight. I truly understand Dead by Daylight, but I agree with Chloe. He should have been a killer. Come on. I, I wanted to hear the lines first person immersive. He talked about fusing, be immersed with that first person with a hundred percent. He should have been a killer. It have you very cool. Have you seen an unbearable weight of massive talent with him and Pedro Pascal? I have seen the memes. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, oh. definitely <laughs> check that out. I mean, yeah. that will probably give you a taste of what he's going to be in the game. All right, next thing, Witcher Season 3 was uh, teased there with Henry uh, Cavell. was was pretty much his last run as the Witcher. Of course, he's going to mm-hmm. be replaced. That's going to come out on June 29th. And then they kept up with the Witch theme, Witchfire. That's going to come out September 20th, and that's early access launch. And going from that fire to Crossfire, which is a uh, PlayStation VR 2. I know some of my people are hyped about that. Comes out August 2023. Remnant from the Ashes 2. And this is the one I probably were going to take a pit stop on. Yep. Sonic Superstars. Yeah. That was a so good cool. Vibe, as we're seeing. Uh, yes. Uh, Sonic Superstars is coming out fall 2023. And talking about a nostalgia pick, Chloe. When oh, he yeah. crossed over into that new art style, I fell in love again. Oh, I know. Fell it was so oh, so cool. I'm so excited for this. I, lo- I love Sonic. I love I mean, Sonic games. It totally feels like they're pulling from, you know, that Mario 3D land type vibe. Mm-hmm. But still, it's such a look at that. If you're yeah. watching viewers, uh, it, is, it is such an amazing. It's a good taste. It's a tasteful remake. You know what I mean? It's a tasteful glow up. And I love it. Yeah, it's very, it's very pretty. I was thinking about Blessing, and I, I was hoping that they would enjoy it, but this something about it that I feel just like a healthy Xbox is good for the for the console community, a healthy Sonic is important for gaming. I mean, he needs to be one of the yes. big mascots that he always been. So this is a 2D classic. Sonic platforming is reimagined for the current generations, has new zones, new music, and of course, the big thing is the UHD visuals only possible with 3D graphics. So that's what I have here. You could play a Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy Rose, and you could take on Dr. Eggman. So there's just so many good things about it, and I cannot wait because it has that playful nature that all the mm-hmm. other Mar- that Mario got. Why not Sonic? Deserves exactly. It yeah. Why not? And of course, the big yeah. highlight though was that co-op multiplayer gameplay. Yes. <laughs> that is very exciting. Local four-player co-op, so fans could enjoy solo cooperative. So that is definitely going to be something that I'm, I'm definitely stoked for. And as someone that is itching to get into Sonic, I feel like this is going to mm-hmm. probably be one of the most approachable Sonics in a long time. For sure. I o- the only thing I wish is that the co-op was also. Not online? only local, it was online too. Yeah. It's always that thing, you know. I, I, I feel like when it comes to there's certain check boxes for multiplayer that it has to hit. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting. It's either local or online, but totally I wish it was online as well. 
100 i've got friends all over the place i would love to play it with but i can also see why they didn't do online you're moving so fast maybe online can't keep too, up. Too, too fast for the internet speeds you know exactly chloe that was a good one that was a good one i did not even see that coming did not even <laughs> see that coming a Honkai Star Rail for PlayStation 5 is going to come out later this year. Now, this one is, I, I saw a lot of people get hyped for a lot. Mm. Lies of P, the Souls Born type of beat with Demon, all the Elden Ring fans galore. What do you think about yep. this one, Chloe? Love playing as a Timothy Chalamet like. Oh, that's two in... Timothy references we've had today. <laughs> exactly. We're huge Timothy fans here. We're huge Timothy fans. <laughs> It's so, it's interesting. I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. I might give it a shot because now I have recently learned oh, Souls Born and Souls Like games are kind of fun. All right. Well, what was the game that put you over the edge? Which one of it? Was it uh It Sekiro? was Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden All Ring. right. Yeah. Were you able to, uh, uh, what's your favorite water cooler moment of Elden Ring? Ooh. I like, hmm. I just like asking, what's your favorite boss? Oh, try to All like right. feel right. out. Okay, where are you at in the game? Okay. I'm on the last boss. <laughs> I'm so close to finishing the game. All right. So, what is your favorite boss that you have in mind? Probably, it annoyed me so much, but I really liked the Balakith fight. Okay, it's it's yeah. always it's always that steady balance of being annoyed, right? Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. makes these games awesome. Of course, if they were talking about your uh, if you're watching here, it's like a little Pinocchio type. It's very whimsical though. Mm -hmm. uh, it has that kind of not necessarily hardcore Tim Burton type style, but it has that kind of like a morose type, not morbid maybe, but it's a very whimsical style because concerning because he's a puppet at first. So mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. It does have a steampunk aesthetic to it too, which yeah. I think is a huge win. But this is definitely going to be something that feeds those Bloodborne people that are just itching to get their hands on something, and especially the Elden Ring. So yeah, the, yeah. if you're looking right now, that definitely does look like a Timothy Charlemagne type fight. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Him. Uh, I, I, I did try this out uh, last night okay. um, cool. uh, for the, the demo that's available on, I think, all platforms, uh, except for Switch, because I don't think it's coming to Switch. Uh, really okay. fun. Yeah, if you, if you enjoy Enjoy uh, Bloodborne, especially it. Uh, it really just feels like a, a Bloodborne kind of carbon copy. Even when like down to the menus, uh, yeah. kind of like the the city layout, the aesthetic that you were talking about, Sancho. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of the creepiness vibes, I would say, are less like Bloodborne and more like uh, like Bioshock and Batman: Arkham Asylum, if that makes sense. A lot of just That's like the it. the kind of uh, the the puppets in the game are like kind of like these weird mechanical robots that you're fighting, uh, and that gives a little bit of like the like maybe like a a little bit of the creepiness of Bioshock Infinite a little bit and then you know you have like the the nice lady voice talking to you over the the megaphone when you're in the uh creepy uh train station and that gave me like Arkham Asylum vibes a little bit yeah. mm -hmm. uh really fun uh I got through the first boss uh uh last night it's a it's a pretty uh lengthy demo I was surprised by it um Nothing and, like a good demo. Like nothing like a good demo. Yeah, nothing like a, a good lengthy demo. And so, yeah, I only got through the first boss last night. And uh, even though I don't think it's as, like, in-depth as a Bloodborne, it still gives that Soulsborne kind of hype when mm. you get through a boss. Like, after uh, you go through it a few times, you're like, I know I can do this. I don't feel like I need to go out and grind for more levels. I think I can do this right now. Uh, mm. it, it definitely gives that, that satisfaction. So I, I think this is going to be one to look out for, for sure. All right, I wouldn't be, Nitro Rifle will be upset at me, Andy Cortez, is how's the parry system? Is it pretty solid? Barrett, 
Um, it, it, it was one of those, like, I only played for, like, an hour and a half to two hours last night, okay. and it was one of those, like, I think I gotta get used to it kind of things. There's, like, the the guard, and then there's the perfect guard, where you, when mm. you just, like, kind of uh, defend yourself, um, you take... You still take damage, but you take less damage, and that damage you can re-earn by following up attacks like Bloodmourne. Mm. Um, but if you do a perfect guard, you take, I think, like, no damage or maybe even less damage, something like that. Uh, I didn't find, at least from what I played, like a, a parry that let me, like, follow up with, like, a, a crazy attack or anything like that. Um, mm. There is a kind of... Uh, a a build-up system to taking out, uh, like, stamina, but they call it, like, when an enemy gets groggy, you can follow Ooh. up with, like, a heavy attack and, like, really, like, yeah. follow up with some... And I loved that they called it, like, the, the groggy meter or some shit like that. It was really funny. Um and, Yeah, and so uh, there, there seemed to be some... I, I don't know if they want to be exactly like the other Souls games. Maybe there is, like, more of a traditional uh, parry uh, in that sense, but uh, it's something that I either didn't come across or didn't know how to do successfully enough. So, um, and, and my one critique is that, uh, the, the enemy reads are kind of weird with just like, Oh, I hate that winding up attacks, uh, oh. the, uh, whether it's going to be like a really slow attack or fast attack, um, of just like being able to tell like, what is the, the right kind of time. There's mm -hmm. usually like a good visual cue for that in other, uh, like, uh, you know, souls games, but I, mm. I, I wasn't getting the hang of that here. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and the, the health system is a, a little weird with the whole guarding thing I was talking about, but I do like it more than the Bloodborne uh, item management stuff where, like, if you run out of blood vials and uh, bullets, uh, like, after going after a boss a few times, you have to go back into the world and kind of grind out for those. Didn't love that with Bloodborne. Uh, I think it's, it's something a little bit more my pace here, but, okay. uh, yeah, some, some critiques nice. for you. Nice. All that from an hour and a half chat. Yeah. That, that, that is what's amazing. That I've, Hey, demos need to come back. Uh, yeah. Next here that we have here is Sandland, which was built in the Unreal 5, which is uh, Akira Toriyama, which is the creators of Dragon Ball Z. It had that vibe about it. Uh, out in the desert, and it's like humans and demons together. That one kind of had a, a fun little fun time to that. Uh, all Xboxes, all Playstations, all Steam. And, of course, Annapurna Showcase is June 29th. Yeah, so you hype about that. Yeah, I love Annapurna games. Tell me about it. I made a tweet about it during my like live tweeting session. I'm like, I'm an Annapurna fan first and a human second. <laughs> I, I love them. So so what was your, what's your favorite uh, one to play? Or which one that you'd be like, hey, man, you're not into Annapurna yet, but this game's the one that's going to be the one that gets you going. I will always and forever recommend Sayonara Wild Hearts. I love that game, and I will always replay it. Now, there it is. There's a tweet. Thank you. There it is. Yeah. 20 likes. 20 likes. Games are always so, they're always so pretty. They're very so cool. much so and it's so yeah. interesting though that they have built enough um for the showcase and, and forgive me go mm -hmm. to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if i'm wrong on this is this their first showcase that they've had is this the first i feel like i've heard of it uh maybe i feel i feel like they've done something before maybe it's mm -hmm. part of like an indie game showcase but mm -hmm. uh they did one uh, last year and uh Two years ago, it might twenty twenty one might have been the first year that they did it. Okay, okay, okay. So they're becoming like their own kind of little Bethesda type thing, where they could do their own thing eventually. So that's very interesting. Or Ubisoft, so that's very interesting. Uh, Throne and Liberty, 
is going to be right now they're live testing and available you could sign up right that or it's and and you know what i noticed throughout this entire entire uh, summer game fest is that mm -hmm. there's a lot of the same theme of these dungeon crawlers yes wow type beats final fantasy there and all, there's a like a lot of medieval fantasy medieval type yeah we're gonna get i thought crew. this one looked pretty cool though you turn into like a bird or something and magic and stuff <laughs> i feel like there hey there's always got to be that little bit different all right this was different though it's just like hey you can turn into a bird this one you turn into a bird <laughs> but i i feel like the the games industry always has the same kind of theme like i remember yeah. uh just a couple of years like a year ago i felt like we're now doing first person shooters but it's not really uh with modern weapons it's with magic and you're just going mm -hmm. in the demon world kind of like doom so it's so interesting that everyone is coming out with the same kind of vibe but i think it's because of the success of Elden Ring, yeah, that everyone has this kind of thing. It's like, what if we took Elden Ring, maybe stripped it down a little bit to make it a little mm -hmm. bit more approachable, a little bit more of that Final Fantasy, and a little bit of the more of that active wow into it. Um, but I was just by then when this hit in the show, I was like, huh, there's a lot of medievalists going around. Yeah, here. and then I noticed there's like a quite a few later. I had like, I you know, I was watching with my boyfriend. He was watching on mute, and he was like, oh, what was that one game? It was like medieval. Like, I'm like, you have to be a little bit more specific. I don't know which one. <laughs> there was there was a lot. <laughs> like 10 of them uh warhaven is like a massive mmo that looked pretty mm -hmm. cool as well um then it goes into like a couple of uh commercial type of things with party animals and things like that crash team rumble dying light la da 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 here's the one that is the next staple alan wake 2 oh man I'm I excited will for this have game. a lot of fun watching let's plays i'm too much of a baby to uh, play it myself <laughs> I was, when I was doing a live reaction, I was like sitting there, I was like, there's something about seeing the FBI jacket that makes you go like, hey, this is going to be a thriller. Yeah. This one's going to be like true detective type beat. And I am absolutely enamored with it. I think what's interesting as well, Chloe, is that considering that more and more people are getting into true crime, that this mm -hmm. is the perfect like recipe for people to get into an immersive experience. Um, especially with the success of Resident Evil 4 Remake, which is kind of has that over-the-shoulder type beat to it as well. Exactly. But, wow. Why do you want to play it? It's not bad. I am, I'm very, very bad. If any game is even slightly scary, I'm like, I can't play it. I'll watch and I'll maybe cover my eyes. But Well, the interesting thing is, from what I understand here, is that the devs were talking about that you could, because uh, they had another dev interview right before they announced it, is that you could go into different POVs of the two main characters. So maybe you, you you don't even have to go to this POV, you know? It's true. You can we'll stay play on the, the other side. The most normal Alan Wake playthrough. It's like you don't experience anything <laughs> scary or supernatural at all. It's just like, oh, this is a, it's a FBI simulator. Exactly. I think what also gives me the true detective vibes is the the animal hell, the head. That was yes. in the first season. Oh, such a good season, by the way. Um, But yes, October 17th. I mean, Halloween it's looking pretty stacked. There's a it couple does. of good games that are going to come out during Halloween. September Halloween. It's going to be a doozy of a fall. Uh, next game, we have Warhammer Space Marine 2. Uh, yes, your Grace Snowfall, which looked very pretty. Mm -hmm. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. Now, this was cool. I think when you add the name John Carpenter to anything, it's going to perk my ears oh, a little bit. exactly. It's like, ooh, what's oh. this? It better have synthwave music. It better yes. hit with that bass, like don't 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 yes. don't don't. That's what I want. Um, one of the things when it, when it comes down to make on the video game level, Chloe, 
is that it looks like what Redfall was supposed to be mm-hmm. but with zombies. But with zombies. And I, do, I wonder if they saw what happened with Redfall and they're like, mm, we could, we re- could do that better. We, let's we let's try our better. spin. Yeah. Right. I mean, you got this, I mean, ragtag group. I kind of got a bad company vibe from it as well. Um, but this looks great. I mean, it looks like a very immersive co-op experience. Yeah. And it just looks so chaotic. I love this it does. Mi- military type kind of brigade going into these hordes and hordes of whatever they call them. Yeah. Um, Almost this, like left, a little bit like Left for Dead. Like, oh, yeah. you know, group of friends, huge hordes of zombies. Right. I love the part where they're all singing badly. Of like, oh, yes, yeah, some finally, like, some good gamer dialogue that's accurate. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do the thing where they get, like, uh, you know, uh, influencers and be like, hey, are you going to go ahead and pick up that stem? I got you, man. No problem. I can't. I can't. It, it kills me every time. It's so funny, though. <laughs> Hey, not gonna lie though, you would John Carver Sasha Commando came up to me like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, you got it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'll be like, hey man, can you pass me a health pack? Thanks, bro. No problem, Chloe. That. I got you, Barrett. You got my back, bro. I got your back, bro. Hey man, watch your six. There's a huge zombie man. Where's the drop, guys? And then you go, and, they, and the trailer ends. Yeah. That's it. Hey guys, let's do a recut of the trailer. Add our voices. We're good. I'm down. I am totally down. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is August 31st, and then it gets into Spider-Man 2. Now, here's the thing. When I think about this part, Chloe, mm-hmm. why show up with just the date? Give me something different. Give me, yeah. like, at least cut something from the... I know it's a PlayStation game, mm-hmm. but at least give me a first look at Venom or, or something. Just to yeah, get a to little, sink my teeth little into. bit more. Like, I like... Thank you for the crumbs of the date, but I just need, I need a little bit more. I mean, we got a concept art for Venom, and you gave yeah. me the date again, October stacked. Um, but I, I felt like it, it could have gave me a, a little bit. Of something. I mean, build up the hype from across the Spider Verse. Show me a little bit more Miles doing his thing out there, Bebop and Scott, and all over the place. I mean, that would have been a perfect opportunity. But it, it just it felt weird. This is where I felt like this feels like a weird part of Summer Game Fest. Like, like this is the opposite of the hype machine that they were doing so well. Mm-hmm. Which is it's so interesting because this is a one of the most hyped games. I guess gameplay did come out somewhat recently, so maybe they're like, "Oh, PlayStation Showcase, yeah." The yeah, so we're like, "Uh, here's a date. We don't really have much anymore to show you." Like, I mean, have the voice actor introduce it. Have uh, have uh, across the Spider Verse, Miles Morales introduce it in the thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like it. I mean, the good things they've got it is that. Venom is not going to be Eddie Brock, which is interesting. Which is very it's interesting. A very interesting thing. The goal is to tell original story, and mm-hmm. it's Manhattan, Queens, and Brooklyn all combined into one thing. So that is going to be a huge W in itself, and I cannot wait to do the GTA thing and go back and forth between the two. Uh, Paul, Pal World, January 2024, and they said Pokemon with guns. We've yeah. seen this one before, though. We've seen this we one. We have. Before. I thought I thought it looked familiar. It yeah. looks like fun. I'll try it. I like Pokemon. Sure. Add guns, sure, yeah. Sure, why not? Just give Pikachu a block. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I wonder if Nintendo's like sweating bullets. Like, wait a minute. Okay, is there anything we can do about this? No. Okay. Well. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, they'll find something, and then it'll be like, <laughs> right. ah, sorry, Pal World's not coming out. They'd probably go like, is that one of ours? No. It looks no. Okay. It looks very. I don't know. The it's deeper like... you get into the trailer, the more and more they start looking just like straight up Pokemon. Yeah, I saw a screenshot at some point on Twitter. I'm like. Is that an actual Pokemon? Oh, it's slightly different, but I'm like, that looks way too similar to a real Pokemon. 
And yeah, it's not butter free. It's free butter or something like that. You know, a little bit of backwards fr a frutter by or something. You know, Futterbree. Yeah, Futterbree yeah. is something completely different. But there it is, Power World, and looks like they got past legal for the helmet to come out here. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Land of Morning Lights. This is Black uh, Desert Online's biggest 2023 expansion, June 14th. Lord of the Rings: Return to Mora, Fall 2023. Final Fantasy VII: Ever Crisis, Banishers. Like a dragon, uh, Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is look pretty cool. I want kind of vibe, cool. I kind of vibe, kind of vibe with that one. I kind of mm -hmm. vibe with that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't mind the fantastical type of combat with the martial arts and things like that, but I wish it stuck more into like, uh, remember Stranglehold? Remember that old school game? That was a, a Chow Young Fat game, I believe. That one was really cool. Mm -hmm. I wish it kind of stuck with that. I, I, I like the idea of hordes of people that you're fighting, but uh, you know, yeah. got, that, got that Yakuza vibe. I love Sega. I mean, I, I again. A healthy Sega is a good thing for video games. Yes. Uh, any thoughts on this game? I think it looks great. I, I know I have a lot of friends that love Yakuza games. I'm very happy for them. All right, there we go. Uh, and then we have Under the Waves, which is a Quantum Dream published game for August 29th. Call of Duty is doing its thing, still ticking with the Season 4 Modern Warfare 2, a new map called Bondle, and that comes out June 14th. They talked about an Xbox. They could take a win by online. Fay Farm, which is another cozy, they use the word, cozy. comes out September cozy. 8th. Cute, very, cozy, yeah. Very cozy, very cute type of beat. Uh, Marvel Snap continues to tick on. They got a new conquest mode if you're interested in Marvel Snap. Chloe, I had to give up that game. I did too. It was to it was too game. bad. I had to uninstall it and be like, I it's taking to too it. much of my time. I need to, yeah. I, I was like was 10 hours a day. <laughs> it was and, bad, yeah. Dude. It, it was, was too much fun. It was too much fun for me. And when I realized it was bad, I had it. I had it. I had it. I had to. I know Tim's all about it. I don't know what yeah. his stats on it now, but I had to give that up. I was like, this is taking up way too much of my time. Uh, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. King Arthur's Legends Rise, mobile PC, uh, Wayfinder, early access this summer. Uh, and then you have Star Trek Infinite. And of course, we got into now uh, Twisted Metal, the Will yeah. Arnett's introduction with samoa joe aw's star being the body double and that's going to come out july 27th now anthony mackie of course is the star of it now here mm -hmm. uh captain america now here's the thing about it though chloe that we already talked about at the beginning of the show um i feel like peacock's the wrong choice for this move this show it should be like maybe a netflix type of thing to be able to do maybe prime uh yeah. because twisted metal especially twisted metal black it's a very demented game, considering that all these characters are... <laughs> I don't wonder if they're going to do Calypso, um, but all these characters are all broken people, and they all have mm -hmm. these terrible pasts, but they all compete in this kind of um, TV show type of thing. But uh, I don't know, what did, what did, beyond what we already discussed, what did you feel about the, the performances of Anthony Mackie and Samoa Joe and Will Arnett all combined? It was very weird. I know we briefly touched on it, but yeah, very, like... CW type vibes. Mm -hmm. It went on for very long too. I was like, it did shorten a little bit. Like, go back to the like. I know it's based on a video game, but like, it's just a show. Can we go back to the other things? I don't know. Well, I wasn't a fan, but I hope other people were. Well, what's so interesting is why not? I mean, you go from Last of Us to HBO or Max. Mm -hmm. You go from Max Original H to Last of Us, and then you see Mario Brothers, and then you go like five steps back to Twisted yeah. Metal. Yeah. To, like, it's like we were on an uphill trend, and then it's like, oh, what happened? Like, well, wait, wait a minute. We know we could do better. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what happened, guys? This is good, but 
it could be better. It could be better. Be a lot better if we just gave us a little bit more time to marinate. But yeah, the the biggest thing about it is Chad is talking about the thong song. Yes, the thong song was in it. Um, I feel that the voice of Will Arnett though feels totally disconnected to Samoa Joe's performance. It mm -hmm. felt like it, Will Arnett is too iconic of a voice yeah. to be like, oh, that's not Will Arnett. That's somebody else. Exactly. It's like it's too much of a. Disjointed. Whoa, what's wrong? That's, that's takes Lego you, takes Batman. That's not a. That's not exactly. Sweet Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why is Lego Batman beating up Captain America here? Yeah. Slow down. What's happening? What's happening here? Uh, and then we have uh, Immortals of Avium, July twentieth. Uh, and then we, you know, the last two things. One of them, which is as someone who's you know heavy covering Fortnite and things of that sort. Um, I was wondering why is Fortnite taking forever to come out, and that's when there was a red flag for me that Summer Game Fest didn't have much. Because mm. everyone knew what Fortnite was doing because it was leaked and Fortnite announced it. So I was like, why are we holding on to a gameplay trailer? For those who don't know, when Fortnite does a new season, they always release it the night before. So I was like, this doesn't feel like something you would hold on to to the last part of the show. That's something like a mid-show type of thing. Mm. Um, but there, it's a whole new season. It's fun stuff. I, I literally played it for four hours already when they released at 4 a.m. I played it for four hours. Love it. It's really, really cool because Optimus Prime is awesome. And I'm they have so excited. It's he's really cool. He's a level one hundred outfit for those of you okay. interested. And they only release not only him, but they release Optimus Primal in the oh. item shop. So you know, a little bit okay. of the new the new uh Transformers movies vibes to it. So Perfect. Fortnite continuing the Fortnite. I mean Yeah. I'm so, so excited. I'll be playing this all weekend, grinding to get that Optimus gun. I I have to. Hey, I, you know what? I will do anything that I can to help you get Optimus Prime. So he is really cool. Two things that I wish that the trailer had. One, I wish they had the OG voice. Peter, mm. they needed that Peter. They needed to have his voice in there saying Autobots roll out. Yeah. And two, Stan Bush, the touch. They needed that Yes. Song. Yes, of course. Why they would it, it build up the hype so much? Like, oh my God, and the nostalgia. It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Last... The grand finale is thank you so much for watching so far. And we were getting through the Summer Games Fest. Um, I, the reason why I went through it all is because I felt maybe you guys didn't watch the Games Fest yourself or you didn't you didn't get a chance to catch the guys' take. Grand finale was Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Early 2024, a two-disc extravaganza, and PlayStation 5. What Love is it. your, uh, I guess, vibe on this one? I am so excited. I loved playing the first remake of seven mm -hmm. so much fun been waiting oh my god how many years has it been now uh it's been three i think so three? i think that was 2020 when remake mm. came out that sounds about right okay yeah eagerly waiting for this looks super great i'm so excited i will be playing day one the one thing i find is like okay there listen here i'm gonna have my hand up here don't get mad at me y'all listeners viewers i haven't played a final fantasy Full stop. Okay. That's okay. Not because, That's okay. Not You're in a safe space. Not, not because I don't want to. I would say that this one and then the recent one, 16, that's coming out, gets me very, very excited about diving into Final Fantasy. And I, I, I love Cloud, the character, and things of that sort. Mm -hmm. um, my thing about it is Final Fantasy VII Remake had the episode it slotted. Remember that? They were like, we're only going to release a chunk of the game here and there. At first, it was kind of like, that's what you're going to do. But this one seems like it's a full-fledged, bam, two-disc game. 
two disc in 2023? Are you kidding me? That's wild. I wonder how big the downloads are. You, imagine buying this game online. You know? Uh, it's going to be like uh, at least 400 gigs. You guys <laughs> thought Jedi Survivor was bad? Forget it. That says 300 gigs? Oh, God. I really no think, shot. I think my PlayStation would explode. I mean, like just thinking of like the the visual fidelity of the the first remake, and then <clears throat> uh, very very slight spoilers for people who didn't play the original Final Fantasy VII. The remake kind of just covered the uh, the Midgar section, um, which is a little bit smaller in the entire Final Fantasy VII game. And then after you get past that, is when you really get into kind of exploring the the kind of more open area stuff. And I can only imagine how much they're going to expand upon that in in uh, Rebirth here. And that's why it doesn't surprise me too much that this is two discs. And I don't even know if this is going to be the rest of the seven story. Like, I... I think there's still a third one that gonna, they're going to do after Rebirth, which is insane to me. Wild. Yeah, Chloe. I'd be surprised. Chloe, are you, this is day one for you? Day one? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your go-to Final Fantasy? Uh, I play a lot of 14, the okay. online MMO. I love 14. My, it's my, been a while, but yeah. My only history with Final Fantasy when I used to work at Circuit City I swear, me and Andy are kind of like, I used to work at Circuit City, and they sold Final Fantasy with this big brick in the back for the online adapter. Oh. It was like a huge box. I don't remember which one that was, but okay. th that, that's my only experience with telling people where they are. And that is Summer's Game Fest. I mean, overall, like I said, very disjointed show, very bloated. Mm -hmm. uh, once it showed the dev interviews, I felt like um, there wasn't much here, and it showed why E3 backed out, and maybe they didn't have anything to show. I mean... Think about it. Summer Game Fest, PlayStation Showcase, Xbox Showcase, Ubisoft Forward, and, and all the other ones in the, the the digital devolver thing. How are they going to be able to do their own thing at E3? Right. Like, what if there was still anything, what, what else to show? And especially with all these games that just recently came out, because I feel like uh, in the past they had a backlog of all these announcements because of the pandemic. And now mm -hmm. that everything came out here, Tim said himself as well, like he feels like he had, he's good with the games that he has now. So why do we have any more? But it's wild to me. Uh, what would be your out of five grade for the Summer Game Fest, Chloe? Out of five? On the kind of funny scale. Uh, it didn't do too much for me. I would say maybe like... Two two point five three, just like I'm right in the middle. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll totally give that now. I like that. All right, chat and viewers and listeners. Remember, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let's tell you about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Amazon and Summer Game Fest. We are in an absolutely stacked year of video game releases and you can find all of them on amazon.com slash summer game fest. I hope that you found a spare few hundred hours to play all the amazing games that have come out this year already. Gamers have been eating good this year, but this is the only 
place you want to be amazon.com slash summer game fest because guess what this summer there's gonna be even more exciting announcements coming through of so many more video games that are about to be on all of your favorite consoles like final fantasy 16 armored core 6 diablo 4 street fighter 6 mortal kombat 1 exo primal assassin's creed mirage <gasps> the list goes on and on you can go to amazon.com slash summer game fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games as soon as they go up for pre-order or you can go check out the website now for everything you might have missed so far this year again that's amazon.com slash summer game fest for all of your video game needs shout out to shady rays for sponsoring this episode do you want to look as cool as i look yes you do and you can you can take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that i've ever worn in my life every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase exclusively for you listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to shadyrays.com and use the code kind of funny you can get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people promo code kind of funny at shadyrays.com this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know this from experience, how often it just seems easier to care about others and to keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burnt out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my very best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny. And we are back. Of course, this is Sancho West alongside Chloe right there. Uh, hey, you know, I'm more than just a person that loves multiplayers and Naughty Dog, things like that. You know, that's what I just was just thinking about there is, you know, there's more to me than that. There's more to Chloe than just the funness of the robots and whatnot. We're here. Hi, Chloe. We are. This has been an awesome day, but we're not done yet. We have a lot of the rope report to go through because that was the big chunky thing that we had there up there. Uh, number three, believe it or not. Persona leaks from James Carr at Giant Bomb. Two new Persona games, Persona 3 Reloaded, Reload, and Persona 5 Tactica have leaked online. Thanks to Atlas posting trailers for both games early, Persona 3 Reload launches in early 2024 on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and Windows, while Persona 5 Tactica releases no November 17th on the same platforms. Both trailers indicate that the games will be available via Xbox Game Pass at launch. First up is Persona 3 Reload which is a remake of Persona 3, which has been multiple versions of Persona 3 over the years, and each version, including an excluding variety of 
features, it's unclear from the trailer if Persona 3 Reload will be include everything of the different versions or some aspects of it cut. Um, so yeah, there's another thing of all this being leaked out. The second trailer, of course, is the Persona 5 one. Another spinoff widely popular from Persona 5 is the Persona 5 Tactica. Features more cartoonish look, characters looking more cheapy versions of themselves. Trailers leaking everywhere. Both of them were set to premiere officially during the Xbox Game Showcase Sunday, June 11th, based on Xbox branding that appears in both trailers. While these games may not be exclusive to Xbox consoles and PC, no other platforms appear in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. I feel so bad for the social media manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always the case. I mean, there's always those times where... Uh, you know, leaks tend to happen. I, I always dislike leaks because it's like there's that little bit of magic uh, during yeah. it. And considering that Sunday, which is this weekend, if you're just listening here on this Friday, June 11th, will be the Xbox showcase. Um, in terms of uh, Persona, you know, it, it, it looks like it's a continuous trend of remakes and things of that sort. Uh, have you had an, any opportunities to get into a Persona in the past? And do you feel that how would these games be received for people who don't play Persona? I have always wanted to. Persona 5 has been on my list for so long. It's just I don't have the time to play right. a big old JRPG like that. Um, I have seen so many people very excited for Persona 3. I'm so happy for people. Um, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. I would love to join in, hopefully maybe in like 20 years when I have time to play video games again. One thing I want to know, though, is Xbox showcases right coming down the pipe. PlayStation mm -hmm. had its own showcase. A lot of people did not like that one when it came to the overall presentation of it, especially when, you know, Naughty Dog was not there when they had uh, Last of Us Factions, a lot of people thought it would be there. Mm -hmm. So PlayStation has its thing, and then Xbox came in and said a lot of the games that were announced there will be on Xbox anyway. So my question for you is we always talked about it's good to have a healthy Xbox. Mm -hmm. Is this the opportunity where Xbox could turn the tide here with this showcase because we always feel like it goes tick to tip for tap when it comes to playstation and xbox but xbox mm -hmm. has been down bad i remember reading that street fighter 6 uh has just went at first week's launch 79 percent of the sales on console i believe were for playstation so oh, okay in the uk but when it comes to xbox how do you think if you're like sitting there you're the ceo of xbox is mm -hmm. this your moment to turn it around oh, i do think had it not leaked, it would have been just like, oh, we, we got everybody. We got Persona. This is how we win. I'm very curious to see what else they have up their sleeves to put themselves over PlayStation. Although, I feel like the PlayStation Showcase was already not super great, so somewhat of a low bar anyways, but I'm still looking forward to it. Well, the thing about it is that Xbox right now holds so many cards, mm -hmm. and they have yet to use them. We already saw in that interview with Phil Spencer that they did here on Kind of Funny um, in the Xbox Showcase, on the Xbox um, podcast that they have. What, the, the thing about it was he was like, we're okay with being in third place. And that's what's so perplexing about it because that's what Xbox never was. Mm -hmm. But I, I think they are, they are so sneaky in how they're setting up so many of these kind of dominoes. And I think mm -hmm. this is going to be the first time that you're going to see Xbox show up. Um, any kind of guesses or wants that you want xbox to show up with i would love i want dragon age 4 news that's what i want that's how you win me over <laughs> is that how it gets it going that's how it gets it yeah 
Okay, I see that. I see that. They could definitely be that. Of course, it's the kind of funny X cast that you should definitely check it out into. I hope Mike, who is there in Los Angeles, could get what he wants. I hope to hear Mike's voice, Snowbike Mike. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear that. So that is happening. The leaks are all over the place. Where no one's a fan of a leak, not even in the vegetable soup. Next story that we have here is Devolver Digital's wrap-up uh, from Adam Bankhurst of IGN. I love Devolver Digital. Devolver Digital is by far one of my favorite uh but when it comes to publishers of all these type of games, they find some great games. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple here. Uh, they have Baby Steps is a new game from Gabe uh, Cuzio, Apes Out, Maxi Bach, and QWOP's Bennett Body, and it stars Nate, a 35-year-old fail son who lives in his parents' basement and hasn't done much with his life. That all changes when one day he gets transported to another world and learns he can walk and put one foot in front of the other. Baby Steps which is literally a walking simulator features a full dynamic onesie toilet system and will be released on PlayStation 5 and PC in 2024. Now, I saw the Getting Out, right? Getting Out is, is a huge rage game. And I was talking to Chloe right before we went live is that I've been playing this game called Only Up. And it's basically like a very janky platformer in a sense, because it kind of feels designed that way. And your job mm-hmm. is to go all the way to the top into space. And if you fall, there's no checkpoints. Mm. Watching this trailer for if you're if you're a listener, please look this up. Baby <laughs> steps. This looks like the most rage-inducing thing I've ever seen in my life. Hundred percent. But it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Like playing with somebody or playing you just the rage and just this sheer <laughs> just stupidity that comes out of it. It is this is what I feel that video games need to have it, it rounds us out right yeah. it, it's like that weird kind of a24 movie that people are like yo you should really see this movie and you're like the lighthouse comes to mind i remember my brother-in-law was like you really should see the lighthouse i was like oh yeah i love William Dafoe and robert Barrett, and i'll go see it i was like mm-hmm. oh very bizarre movie um but this is a very bizarre game that I hope that the kind of funny guys play it. I really want to see the crew play this game. Oh, For definitely. Sure. Mike, Andy, and Nick will go at each other's throats playing this Good. together. A hundred percent. Good. Please look it up. Human Fall Flat was first released in 2016, and No Breaks Games has just confirmed Human Fall Flat 2 is officially under construction. This game promises to be bigger, better, and clumsier sequel uh, to the original one features new levels, custom characters, and lets players complete puzzles by themselves up to seven friends. So that kind of has those vibes to it. Uh, the Talos Principle 2, which was first announced in the latest PlayStation Showcase and the Summer Game Fest gave fans a new look at the sequel, originally from 2014. Uh, the, the one thing about it, this is what I mean, it's like when, it double, when two things double up back to back, it kind of doesn't have the second impact when it comes to it. I mean, Talos Principle 2 is not my kind of game, I am not as quick-witted and not that very logically thinking when it comes to video games for this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks cool. I like yeah. the art style of it. Yeah, it's it's like one of those it's like one of those PC games you accidentally <laughs> back in the day on, on those uh, on your Netscape or whatever those those old computers you accidentally click and you're like, what is this game? <laughs> and you're just exploring yeah. and you think it's like a cool game. I remember um, my uncle had Mist on his computer. And I was just like, what is this game? You don't do, okay. where's, my, where's the platforming? I'm trying yeah. to leave the space station. Um, that's the kind of vibes of that. It's planned for uh, 2023 on PlayStation 5, Xbox, X, S, and PC. Wizard with a gun looks really, really cool. 
Now, this, uh, this place takes in a world that is slowly being invaded by chaos, and you and your friends need to survive by collecting resources, building up a base, defeating countless enemies, and much more. The game is also filled with different biomes, a ton of powerful loot, and crafting system. Sandbox, just waiting to be explored. Wizard with a Gun will be released on PC, and a single-player demo is available now. This looks cool. It does look very cool. I like the art style of the yeah. trailer. Yeah. The art style looks cool. There's nothing like a re uh, awesome trailer. Um, mm -hmm. it's a it's a survival game. It's a top like uh, angled top down vibe with it. So I, you know, I I kind of like it. I mean, this kind of gives me Call to the Lamb type beat, but you got yeah. weapons and things of that sort. As uh, Barrett is showing our viewers uh, what it looks like, but yeah, very cool game. Very I cool game. You, yeah. you fight chaos, chat. That's right. We have to kill chaos. <laughs> Do it. Is that your Gandalf? I love it. <laughs> yeah, and that was just a generic whatever voice. It could be whatever you guys want. Fair enough. Rounding out the Rope Report, all the Diablo 4 fans out there, which is taking over not only the world, but the kind of funny folk. The most popular Diablo class, this is going to be from Ali Jones at Games Radar, the most popular class was revealed, and it's a bit of a surprise. Last night, Diablo General Manager Rod Ferguson told fans that right now, the number one class in Diablo 4 is Sorcerer and Sorceress. He went on to imply that perhaps his marketing team wouldn't be entirely happy with him revealing that information, but it's too late to put the genie back in the bottle. Uh, Chloe, have you been seeing these Megan Fox ads that they've had? On, I have on been, the yes. Home? They She's, are hilarious. Yeah, they're very good. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm finally done traveling and everything, guys. I'm going to finally get into Diablo this weekend. Nice. So I'm going to... I don't know what class to pick, so maybe maybe a sorceress. Maybe we'll pick that up. Maybe. I. What I do enjoy your streams, I do enjoy when you play these type of games. I remember mm -hmm. uh, your run of, uh, I believe it was Hades, was really fun to watch. That was a very fun stream, the whole yeah. thing. And I cannot wait to see what you make when it comes to the memes and so on. But there it is. Diablo 4. So you're the one that's going to be able to play, but there's somebody out there in the world that will not be able to play Diablo 4. And that is Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg Whoopi. cannot play Diablo 4 because she has a Mac. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Whoopi, take it away. Why can you not play it? There's a lot of terrible things happening in the world. There sure is, Whoopi. Oh, it's, uh... Instagram's not happy with me. Oh, come on, Whoopi. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm about to tell you, it's not on any scale like that. This is me fetching about my favorite game, Diablo, which has been taken off of Apple. I use Apple uh, computers. That's what I always use to play Diablo. It's my favorite gaming system. I like doing it on my computer. And suddenly now, Diablo 4 is not available to me on uh, on my Apple computer. And I already bought Diablo 4. So this is what I'm asking you, Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment, this is Whoopi. You know how much I love Diablo. I would like y'all to let those of us who use our apples to play, allow us to, to play on the Apple. Take Diablo 4 and let us do it and, and have a great time. When you do the next launch, then you can say to everybody, we're not going to have you uh, playing if you're uh, an Apple person who is not going to change to something else. So give me my Apple 4 because I paid for it. I was all excited for it. I went to play on it. And I'm telling you, this really pissed me off. <laughs> and I love my game. So let me keep my 4, okay? 
Tell me next time, say we're done on Apple, but let me have the four. Let me play on the four because you made me so excited for it. That's all I'm asking. And for those of you who don't get it, don't listen to me. If you don't play Diablo 4, it doesn't make any sense. Don't spend time telling me how right, stupid it is. We got it, Whippy. Whippy, all right. <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence wants Diablo 4, and she has a Mac. Okay, we get it. She will follow him. Do you like Sister Act movies? Never seen them. <laughs> You've never seen Sister Act? No. Oh, my goodness. So Lauren sorry. Lauren Hills and Sister Act 2? I know we're getting we're, uh, in review for Sister Act. Barrett, tell Tim I said this. Uh, yeah, whenever Sister Act 3 finally comes. I, oh, did that come oh, 100%. out? 100%. Because it got announced a couple Probably. Of years ago. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We'll tell Tim. We'll tell Tim. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like Sister Act 3 may be a long ways away. And Whoopi may never be able to play her Diablo 4 on her Apple 4. I don't know what she was talking about. If, <laughs> Chloe, if I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grop shops today, where could I look? You can look at the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Every time I think, I think of two and a half men. All right, here we go. Greg Hill Incident is out on PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. Cat Souls on PC, Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox X, Xbox One. Blaster Beat, PC, Early Access. Uh, Aerie, The Lost Hero on all Xboxes. And now here is some new dates for you out there. Tekken 8, closed betas next month. Register now. Uh, that's going to be so exciting. This has come from uh, Darren Brothews at GameSpot. Tekken 8 publisher Bandai Namco has announced that the game will be receiving a closed network test starting July 21st. So, hey, it's fighting game season, baby. FGC is ready to go. We got Street Fighter 6, Firing Off All the Cinders, Mortal Kombat 1 coming back. And, hey, Tekken 8 is still in the building. To participate, you can register now. Although it may not guarantee that you'll be able to play to be in this King of Iron Fist tournament. First closed network test will be July 21st to the 24th on PlayStation 5. Second test will be on July 28th, 31st on the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC via Steam. By far, the coolest character in fighting games, King, cannot go wrong with the luchador wrestler wearing a uh, the outfit of a Jaguar. It's amazing. Of course. King's the I best. I can shop that. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. All right. Let's take a look and see if we have any kind of... Uh, reader mail. Actually, we do. We're going to say that for the end. And of course, let me see. Did we get anything wrong, chat? Let's take a look. Anything wrong? I think I'm. I think we're good, Chloe. Barrett, did we get anything wrong, Chloe? Did we get anything wrong? Uh, I think Jordan Deeb. Uh, I think maybe not a year wrong, but just uh, expanding upon. Uh, according okay, to Wikipedia, uh, the Mario Brothers movie is already the highest grossing video game movie, but the Pokemon series uh, is the highest grossing series of video game movies. So there you Ooh. go. Okay. Okay. But do they have guns? Is the question. Pokemon with the gun because that's coming. Power World the movie. And starring Keanu Reeves. It'll be great. That would be amazing. It would be. That would be amazing. All right. All right. I mean, we're hey. We did it. Right. We, we did it. <laughs> we're at the end, of course. If you wanted to leave reader mail, things of that sort, squad ups, then go to kindoffunny.com slash kfgd. Next week's host, 
are Monday. It's going to be a Ubisoft Four, so it's going to be a post show featuring the whole game's crew. Tuesday is Greg and Tim. Wednesday, Blessing and Greg. Thursday, Tim and a secret guest. My bet it's not Whoopi. I don't think we got Whoopi. I heard it's Stanley Tucci. That's what Stanley I Tucci's a. Okay. Oh my goodness! Okay. Don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> Stanley Tucci talking video games. I already love him when this he. This is what I heard it. on the streets. I, I I can neither confirm nor deny. You know. I love him when he explores Italy. Fantastic. Friday will be Tim and Greg. Of course, my name is Sancho West. Chloe, where can people find you and things of that sort? You can find me on Twitch.tv, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere at Echo Chloe. And hey, there you go. Everywhere. Hey, by the way, fun fact for those of you to know, Chloe and I are probably the only hosts in KFGD history that have been banned from Twitter. Okay? Yep. Now, I, before we, I know that's a weird note to leave off on, but it's because of copyright. Okay? We like to make memes. We are, we are fun, innocent people. And you can mm -hmm. find me at Sancho West on all things. If you're a fan of Fortnite, I will be covering all the season of Fortnite. The thing that got me banned was I did a Halo Infinite with I Need a Hero. I'm sorry. It was a good moment. That's the thing that got me banned. Okay. It's uh I'm i don't remember what the last straw was for me i just i, I made too many memes posted to me in tiktoks that's my bad license to me <laughs> okay so hey joey and nick are going to be playing outlast trials on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games only on youtube and the live stream we're going to be a 30 minute post show with barrett doing the super chats and things of that sort you get to talk to us me and chloe and we're going to have a great time and hang out for that and of course we can't do the handshake digitally but y'all this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through all the nerdy news, and we ran it all through today. Until next time, Games Daily.